What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 269. Once again, I am joined by the finest cast in all of podcastum. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there is absolutely no expert I have more faith in than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good, and it's great to be here with my family once again. I mean, great to be back. Um, <laughs> I'm talk. Wow. TV news, there's absolutely no expert I have more faith in than my favorite director, who happens to be my favorite brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? Shots fired. And when I want to talk local New York City real estate or chat it up with the man from upstairs, sky above, there is nobody I have more confidence in than the man they call Eddie Kane Jr. World calls him, well, now you're just the right reverend. <laughs> Derek Powell, because uh, your favorite bishop from Brooklyn oh, is going to court this daddy. week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So DP is in the house. What's going on, DP? It's always Derek good. To be, it's always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? I guess I'm gonna have to go lead his flock. They are very <laughs> given. <laughs> yeah, no, you might have to. You might have to. Uh, before we before we get this thing rolling, you know, I do have to address some. Family business, you know, because I, you know, I, I, I don't want to do it, Keith. But Derek was talking bad about you last week, and I figured oh, really? I might just get it all out here in the air. Yeah, get what, it all what, out what, there in the air. Wait a minute, yeah, what was my brother, brother just, saying about me? He just threw what, it all. Oh, you, no, you, this you, is what happened. You didn't, you didn't listen to the podcast. I didn't listen you to the podcast. This week. You didn't no, I, didn't, I didn't listen That's, this week. Usually, I listen. I, I, I guess I'm kind of glad I didn't listen. It was the reason. The only thing that happened, he tried to brush over you being absent. And Mark and I wasn't having it. That's all. If Mark and I are absent, it's a whole big deal. He just tried to say, oh, he's not with us today. And, you know, Mark, my favorite, you know, TV person. Nah, slow, pump your brakes. Slow down, player. We got to talk about this. Because he said it was something like the dog ate the computer or something happened with the wires. (laughs) That yeah, you couldn't get on. And so he had catch. to explain to us what that was all about. Well, what and, happened? Yeah, tell this, us. This is what happened. I get to Brooklyn. I got my stuff. Okay. And I go to, onto the computer. Okay. And the keyboard's not working. Certain letters you can't punch in. Okay. But, so let me ask you this. So you didn't bring your lab. You, you, was, you didn't bring your laptop with you. No, I didn't have to bring my laptop. I got a computer there. Listen to what I'm saying. I, I hear what you said you thought you had. <laughs> I hear that. So you refused. Or you forgot to bring your laptop just for backup? For what? The computer was working just a week ago. Look, okay. Did you call anybody in advance to say, check the computer, let me know if it's working, so that way I know not to bring my laptop? Did you do that? No, but why should I do that? If the computer was just working The last reason week? why you should do it is why, because of what happened last week. You couldn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> is it me? Like, yo, who's on first? You were supposed to call... Yo, you know who live over there, player? Come on, man. I know it's your people and do marriage and all that. I get all that, but you know, man. You got to talk to them, man, you know. So next time you go to Brooklyn, what are you going to do? I will have my laptop with me. There you go. Because right. okay. the computer don't work no more. Oh, it's broken. Did, okay, who broke Exactly. Who, who broke it? I don't did know. You, did I, you ask? I don't, listen, asking them who breaks something is like asking a child, did you do that? I don't know. I don't know how that happened. And they're all adults in there. Yeah, but yeah, say so you call them adult so, children. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so you didn't speak nobody to nobody about nothing. it? There was nothing to speak about. I can't okay, get so, on. I'm, I'm upset because I can't get on, first of all. Okay. So, so you, you talking about? So it described it. So you in the crib, you go to you go to get on your computer, because that's what you got me believing. Is that accurate? Accurate. And things don't do what they supposed to do. Do you say like, yo, what's up in here? Or you what? just at the particular time, there was nobody in the house to say what was up with that. I just said, Carmen, the computer's not working. It's not working. Carmen was with you. She was with you. Yeah. So how would she know? She with you. What Carmen going to do? You got to pick up the phone, man. You got to. <laughs> Yo, what's up? I'm at the house. What's going on? You got to talk to somebody, man. So when they get in, what do you do? I asked what happened to the computer. And I don't know. Response? I don't know. I didn't touch it. Damn. Somebody knows something. 
Exactly. You didn't but do a then, Nino Brown walk around the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to get a Rottweiler. That's what you got Exactly. Do. You you look like you know something. Your fingers are sticky. <laughs> you you know you put some you know some juice or something on it. So right now, no computer. No computer. All right. And you sure it wasn't the Wi? Because I thought maybe they didn't pay the Wi-Fi bill. I thought the Wi-Fi. No, no. Wi-Fi works well. Okay. If you're correct in public housing, you get free Wi-Fi. Well, you don't want to know everybody to know where you live. <laughs> I was surprised that came out. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no shame. Okay. Damn, ain't no shame. Wow. But the, you yeah. know what? That does explain that other off-air conversation. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> that leads right into his next level. Oh, God. All right. Well, that's that's what we were talking about. We missed you last week, McBrah. I'm you happy know, to be super, back. Supervision didn't really want to dig deep. You know, sometimes you got to do a deep dive, and that's what we did. And now we up to date. Here's why. Because I, generally speaking, in terms of reliability, you know, if I'm if I'm buying a car, keep us a Toyota. Highly reliable. Don't have to worry about it breaking down most of the time. Now, if I'm buying a Derek Powell, a 2024 Derek Powell, <laughs> that's kind of like, you know, like, like a European, like a German car. <laughs> Luxurious, <laughs> high performance, but reliability. <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, anything can happen. Hey, Mark. Well, that leads. Good thing you did bring that up. You do know this weekend is CIAA. You do know where I go. Yeah. Good so thing we brought that up. So I'm glad. I'm and, glad and we brought that what, up. So you I have no problems with you going there and not worrying about coming here next week. There you go. Because Thank you, Mark. When it comes up, I will be doing the exact same thing. <laughs> when I'm, See these guys I, I'm out, when that's I'm here, said, that's I'm why here. you didn't get any grief. That's why. That's why I didn't make a big deal about it because I understand when I'm dealing with you for the most part, highly reliable. With these yeah, guys, I mean, he's pretty much. That. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't feel like you know. It's like, uh, you know, like I'm dealing like with two Latrell Spirals is what I'm dealing with. You know, <laughs> I say something out way by getting choked out. So what happened to PJ? Exactly. So if I say something, right. it might be a problem. I'm like, so you know, you know. Hey, you know Anthony, you, when I went on vacation, did I bring my laptop with me to be indeed. on the show? Indeed, he went all the way down there. Did like went down to, uh, to, to I was in South Carolina head, right? yeah, and North head. Carolina. Yeah, he bought, he bought his I laptop. I'm not doing that all. Did not miss, didn't cross did my not mind. Me neither. I took a. But my brother gonna get on me about Brooklyn and and the computer not working. Like it's my fault. Well, you know, we just wanted a deep dive because, you know, supervision, you know, brushed over it and we didn't really know what happened. Okay. And you didn't he text me, me he, he, to let me know. So I'm like, what what this, what's up, man? Oh, I, I know I had to text you too. I thought it wasn't a text for everybody. You didn't text me. I text everybody. Was it, was it in the text or nah, I just text you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know until I, I actually sat down and the supervisor was speaking to me. You know, so <laughs> the supervisor was talking and, you know, just when he was going over, you know, like you go over the job assignment, but now I got your rap. He's supposed to be here today. Oh, you got to drive to 38. So that's what happened. So that's why it got to where it is because you called out sick. You know, you did a call out. You should have checked this, you know, check the apartment, make sure he was in Brooklyn. He could have been on, you know, still in Delaware with that nonsense. We don't know. <laughs> you know, they, they do home visits. Shoot, make sure the, the employee's there. You know, if you're sick, you're sick. Be home, man. You know, but we glad now, to have you back. So we're here now. We are you're here. Welcome. We are indeed here. And we did learn something just now. I'm today's years old, and I just learned that uh, public housing provides free Wi-Fi to everybody. That's cool. <laughs> now, mind you, I mean, you know, he, uh, this is, uh, how do we say, Keith has a, a palatial estate, you know, down in Delaware. And, you know. I ain't gonna drop no dime on nobody, but uh, you know, just just saying, they just happen to hold on to a a unit. That's what <laughs> <laughs> and that is true. That is so, true. I don't so, have to pay no hotel fee or anything. Right. So, so given that, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's stayed in the family, so to speak. So, uh, you know, given that, yeah, I mean, you can allow some some allowances for for technical difficulties. Uh, but I'm sure that there, there are no $700 light bulbs <laughs> in that particular unit. Uh, now, now, apparently, NYCHA, 
uh, something that Derek knows about has been uh, spending money crazily. Uh, you want to expound on it? Ah, oh, man. Anyhow, um, what happens is with the with the housing authority, um, they have what they call requirement contract. These are contracts or vendors that a development has to use. And what you do is when you have to use it, that vendor has a tendency of increasing their price because they know you can't go outside. Of let, it. let me stop you there. Yes. Uh, we're talking about a light bulb. This is what I'm saying. Seven I, I hear exactly what you're saying. Okay. Uh, prior to me retiring, I want to be real clear, I work for those folks. <laughs> oh. I'm the guy who fought tooth and nail. I'm one of the guys. It was a bunch of us. It was like, nah, we're not doing that. Nah. Call a vendor. Tell him this is what it's going to be. If not, tell him to call me. And nobody really wanted to deal with me. So we kind of got the prices that we were supposed to get. But when COVID hit, and then you don't have all the checks and balances the way you're supposed to. And right. these vendors are charging one price here, another price there, another price there, and nobody's talking to each other. That's how these guys were getting over. But now, because of what happened to those other cats, man, brothers got bagged, man. Yeah, Seven, remind, remind our audience, because in case anybody, like, besides so Keith, missed last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you just put, put my people on blast, ain't you? Well, a couple of weeks ago, uh, 70 uh, employees How were- How many? I said 70, seven zero. I didn't say 17. So, so I guess seven and zero is the number for NYCHA because 70 and 700. It's, yeah. It's and seven, zeros behind ooh. this nonsense. Yeah, 70 employees were arrested for either accepting bribes, uh, solidating vibes, or getting bribes and not reporting it. How are you so supposed to report it, a bribe? It, huh? How are you supposed to report a bribe? Aren't you telling on yourself? That's, you couldn't no, 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 no. We're supposed to... It, no, no, no. You got to know how this stuff works. If somebody... If an envelope is left on your desk, and when you open it, and some Benjamins in there, you got to pick up the phone. You may not know who left it, but you got to turn that in. Ain't It ain't coming from the sky. It ain't raining Benjamins. So what happens is... <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Like a blank man. envelope, Dirk. You're saying a blank envelope with money is just envelope. on your desk. You you go out, you come back. There's a peeling envelope. back the onion, America. Here it is. You 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 open the envelope, and there could be some Benjamins in there. Sure. Mm. What happens is vendors felt that because you gave me this work, let me give you a little something. Kickback. I didn't want to use that word. Well, uh, oh, okay. Here's the official word: quid pro quo. That's the official right. word. Something for something for me. I do something for you. Right. It wasn't like they were shaking down. In some of the cases, it wasn't like they were shaking down these vendors. So that that happened. Um, what what hurt it? What hurt them is when I was working at their level, I only could approve a thousand dollars. So ain't nobody gonna take twenty dollars. When all you can prove is a thousand, you know, and nobody's really making money. However, fast forward years, they can approve up to 10 grand at their desk and not need my signature. So if you approve a 999, I'll never know about it. There's no red flags for that. It just gets approved, it goes downtown, boom, and it, every all the paperwork looks legit. Once the vendors find out what how much you can approve. They're always going to say, this is how much the work costs. And instead of some of the newer folks battling with them, you get caught up like they did. So let's fast forward to these bulbs. And there's a couple other things I read in that article today Adore. by the notorious Greg Smith, who's always on our ass. You know, he don't mess around with nature, man. I don't know why. Well, anyway, when you get that type of contract, whether it's for plumbing parts, electrical parts, painting towel if you're not having a conversation with that vendor saying like yo you charging too much me too much i can care less what this contract says yo we i'm not doing business with you you know you gotta bump that to somebody else but instead of them doing that they just want to get the work done they just pushed it through so you fast forward that's the type of money that was being spent the good thing is now 
now that everybody's looking, the vendors, they're not going to make the money they used to make. It's going to remove a lot of wiggle room to actually take a bribe. You know, they ain't going to have nothing to bribe because they're going to be making money themselves, <laughs> the goddamn vendors. So now things kind of get back to where they're supposed to get. So the light bulb would be like going to the grocery store at the corner. Right. And I'll give you an example. I got LEDs in my crib. I go straight to the manufacturer. If I pay more, I hate to do this to y'all because I love y'all, than $15 per, and mine are recess, and it, it goes from, keeps the warm, it go white, it go white and blue, then it goes all blue. $15, that's why I'm like, who in the world? Ain't nobody say nothing when you saw those prices, <laughs> man. God damn, man. But that's, I, you know, but I guess because I'm a shopper and I know what these things are supposed to cost. And now I'm spending my own money. It's a little different. It's not, it's not folks money. So when you're not spending your own money and you're just signing off and you sending it, and then you want to know why you're always running out of money and you want more money in your budget, because you're not even battling the requirement contract of folks and those who you should. So Dirk, does each project project have their own um, budget? Yes. Or is just a budget within the city? No, no. Everybody's got their own budget. So like at the beginning of the year, if I get 300 grand for the year for a medium-sized development, if I don't have any major leaks or roofs, I'm going to have money at the end of the year. I can right. manage 300 with my eyes closed. Right. You does know, that money for, roll over? Nah, you got to spend that It's got to be spent. So it's gonna right. it goes from, from you and it goes to the next, back into the, the, the right. pool. Well, put right. it this way. It ain't never going back into the kitty when I was working. If you if I saw you was running high, I move your money to another joint. Okay. We're going to spend this money because it's another development who's struggling, who needed more money and was under budgeted. And I just wait. I'm like, okay. You think you're going to say that money? Nah, nah, ain't no wish list over there, man. I got some real repairs at another location, and we're going to get these repairs done. Because you got you a lot of people struggling, sure. Also, if you don't spend the money, doesn't next year when the next budget come out, they say, well, you didn't spend your 300000 You Maybe you only need 200000 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you got to spend it because they're going to cut you the following which is, year. Which is so lot illogical because you would think, okay, we have a surplus. This is essentially like... Uh, Okay, we get a $300,000 budget. This year we did well. We only spent 200000 So now we got an extra 100000 So when things go bad, we got this kitty versus governments or, or uh, bureaucracy saying, well, you didn't spend that three hundred, so you really don't need three hundred. You only need two hundred. Exactly. So here's two hundred. And then, and then when the $300,000 bill comes up, they say, are you mismanaging or what's going on? What's wrong with NYCHA? And I said, there right. are some things wrong with NYCHA. But that's Facts. part of how the government or the 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 heads screw over the people who can't afford to be screwed over. Right. Agreed. One hundred and fifty percent. Agreed. But that's what happened with the with those uh, with those bulbs because folks, you get locked into certain vendors because of the requirement contracts that you had to use. Yeah, minority but contract. now, yeah, but now that this has come to light. And we were speaking about this a couple of months ago. Now they're going to give them more flexibility. Well, no, you're not going to get stuck with just using this requirement contract if their their prices are too high and they're not fair. I, well, I thought that vendors had to bid on projects. Know. They don't have to. There's no bidding process. It, depending on the size of the job. Okay. So if it's a major capital job, then you got to bid on that. And right. say for it's anything over, you know, even if it's ten thousand. If it's ten thousand or less, and there's no requirement contractor, then me as a property manager, I'm going to go out and get different vendors and get the lowest bid. Right. But if it's a requirement, see the difference is if there's a requirement contract in place for boiler room parts, the rules say I got to use that requirement contract until there's no more funds in that requirement contract and everything is spent out. And that's what a lot of people hope. Yeah, let them all spin out with this vendor here. Then I can actually go and get some real work done. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been so like it, that forever. It can't change the bureaucracy. No. It's going to change now. When you get 70 <laughs> folks getting bagged, and then this is coming up, and it's just like, you know, it's raining on them now. And But these were the things that were being discussed before prior to me retiring. 
and now they're starting to come to fruition, at least it's going to be better for them ASAP because they got to put a lot of these changes in places right now. Yeah. So third question. So with the white envelope, is it nicer setting people up or just it's both. Just both? It's both. Okay. All what right. happens is two years ago, they bagged nine vendors. Nine vendors got arrested for corruption. You know, you know, you know, you ain't got to do this whole ride. You know, if you give me something, you know, you got to give me something. And then that's when it boiled, the dominoes start falling. And the vendors is like, yo, they did this. I gave him, I gave there, I gave that, I gave that. And then, of course, once that happens, now we're going to send in, you know, undercovers. We're going to have folks coming in, posing as vendors to see if you actually take it. And so, so, the, so the vendors did a Frank Lucas. Oh, by far. Yes. <laughs> they ain't doing that time. They, did they can't do that time. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, that's bad time. And then once that happened, now you got to dig deeper. And once they started digging deep, you know, and I started seeing some of the names and I'm like, I know those guys didn't say either you're going to give me $500 or you're not going to get the job. They're not built for that. But there is a strong possibility if they got something on them that maybe some envelopes were left and they never reported it in. They just took the cash. And they just took the cash. And it's like, you can't do that. Even if you don't know where the cash came from, you got to definitely turn it into the IGs and you got to make that phone call and report it. Look, I don't know where this came from. I just walked in. The envelope was on my desk. I don't want nothing to do with it. It's $1,000 in it. Boom. But once you don't turn that 1000 in, and, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to get back to them. It's Mark Bills, you know, especially if you spend it, it ain't good. And it was like, I was reading some of it. Some guys was depositing money into their accounts. I'm like, how the hell are you doing that? But it's it was it's a bad, bad look for the housing authority. But hopefully no, it's a bad look for, for city government. It's a bad yes. look for, for city agencies, period. I mean, because I don't know if you heard and I don't mean to cut you off. They also rounded up after that. Two fire department big chiefs, right, with some corruption stuff, man, with building inspections and more. I'm like, so it's like it's out there. Don't do it. Don't do it's it. New York. That's how business yeah. is done. You watch all those, sure, any of those mafia movies. Uh, I just yes, I just finished watching a series called The Deuce, which tells you how like all these kickbacks were happening for these sure businesses to get going. It's like it's. I assume it's every city, but New York seems to be really invested in that kind of, you know kickback, pay somebody here to get a little favor, wink, wink, you know. That's why you have these construction projects. We've lived here all our lives. Has any project ever been completed? Damn sure not nope. on time. <laughs> nope, nope. Listen, they still work on the Williamsburg Bridge. It's like and, I'm, and I've been doing this since I was a kid. Brooklyn Bridge, Manhattan Bridge, the same thing. Um, yeah. they, what happens with city agencies, and this is where some folks going to get tripped up, you have to sign every year when I was working, once I became a manager, I had to sign a fi fill out a financial disclosure report and I have to fill out this conflict of interest form. And in there it talks about it's real clear. It's real clear. Have you accepted a bribe? Have you been offered a bribe? You got to sign this off and you got to send it in to like a place on Maiden Lane in Manhattan. And that's what is going to trip up a lot of those folks when they say, well, ain't this your signature? So you can't plead ignorance. I didn't know. Mm. Right. Because every year we had to fill those forms out because they know that you're dealing with vendors. They want to know, do you have a family member that works for a vendor that you do business with? Oh, they cover all the bases now. They cover all the bases. So there was no real way around it. Even if you got different last names. Do you, a friend, a relative, they had it broken down real nice that we had to fill this out and sign off and send it in. And if you didn't send it in on time, it was like a $1,000, $2,000 fine Ooh. every April. Yeah, it was serious. Uh, to to you or to your division? No, no, not to our division. This went down to... In the, in the, no, 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 the, the fine saying that if you didn't send it in, is that... Is that fine was directly to me. Oh, damn. Yeah, I got that fined. Pay, that paper would... Wait, what? I would get fined $2,000 oh, if I didn't put the... In you the said, 
Are you sure I got fined? Meaning you would get fined. You didn't actually oh, get. Oh no, I would get fined. No, I ain't never. Get oh yeah, fined. I was I like, up no money. Man, that's that's the most I expensive ain't stamp in the world. No, no, that's no, no, always going to be. They got their forms. They want to know like your bank account numbers and wow. you know how much debt you in. Yeah, because if you in debt, you may want to. That's the premise from that. Uh, what's the movie? There? Taking a uh, Pelham one, two, three with Dan. Yes, right, yeah. right. That, was yes. uh, that was the same idea. Was that yes. he was he was uh, what do you call it? Uh, got uh, procurement. He was a, pro- yeah. a procurement specialist. We have that. Sure. New York City Transit, and <laughs> his job that, was to man. go and 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 decide which trains that the city was going to use. And, yes. And, you know, I think we watched that movie like three times in a row at City Line, right, Anthony? What's that? I think, did we watch that movie like back in the seventies, like three times? Oh no, yeah, we, I mean, we see, yeah, that, yeah, we, we watched. There. I mean, the original version, yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, the, the Denzel, they changed the Denzel it. and uh, yeah, I think we the got there and light out. We left it was dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah That's back in the day, yeah, because back yeah. in the day, nobody, you know, we're talking about this movie theater and it used to be in a uh, right on literally city line. It's like yeah. right on the the Brooklyn Queens border. Get in, um, stayed all day. And, yeah, Damn. you know, we back in the day, we were just like downtown at Duffield, because nobody, yeah, yeah. you know, like I didn't. We didn't know what time movie started until movie phone came along. No, and we had no true. idea. Yeah, we go to see Raiders of the Lost Ark, press right. one. You know, <laughs> no, we just you know, walked in. We the finally find out what time stuff started. But that's back right. in the day, you just walked in. Right. You know, and you asked the guy at the, the ticket booth how long the movie been running. Oh, it just started about twenty five minutes. <laughs> that's right. right. I can sit and then I sit there. for the next oh, twenty five. Exactly. That's right. how it was yeah. done. Yeah, that's what we did. That's how we did it. And then if it was a double feature, you just had to watch. All them damn movies until you got back to yeah. you know where you to what you want to see. You know? yeah. Yeah. Stretch out your popcorn, so. stretch out your soda because <laughs> 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 be there a minute. That is true. Um, speaking of of like snacks and stuff, uh, Keith was upset about. Oh yeah, Kool Aid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. You, you want to expound because I, you know, none of us, you know, no, no. I mean, outside of uh, we talked about Amy Roofs last week, right? Uh, but outside of Amy Roofs, I don't think we've had Kool Aid. Collectively, since we was kids, I can't remember the last time I actually college actually my, got I a think picture. My, my junior year in college, I was dead broke and it was cheap, but I haven't had Kool Aid. Oh. Come on, like actual Kool Aid. Like, that you go that get a is glass a and go in the fridge. No, no, no. That's the staple in the black neighborhood Kool Aid. You would go to the corner store, ten cents. You get your package of Kool Aid. Get your sugar. You got free water and your lemonade. I went to shop right. I said, oh, they got the Kool-Aid. They got the grape Kool-Aid. I seen 49 cents for Kool-Aid, which used to be 25 cents last year. And I, and, oh. I, and I lost it. I was like, what the hell? Why is Kool-Aid so much? It's just powder. So, so that, that 50 cents stopped you from getting your, your, yeah. your grape no, drink on. No, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> that stopped him from putting the gas in his big-ass car. He was worried about that 25 cents. No, I and got the Kool Aid, but nice I was house, heated. Nice car. He's worried about twenty five cents. This is forty nine cents for Kool Aid. What's up with quarter. your What's up with your brother, DP? Listen, I, you, I, you I get four for a dollar Kool Aid, or you get ten packs for two dollars. Is it still the same size pack though? Same size pack. Yeah, it makes two quarts. I mean, still you, get the, you get the grape, the cherry. They got the rainbow. You got the orange. I couldn't tell you, man. And I haven't. I haven't. I want to get the grape. Because I said, yeah, I make the grape with the lemon, you know. Because the last two weeks, you know, we had All-Star Weekend and Kool-Aid. Corey was down for All-Star Corey Weekend. Corey drank Kool-Aid? Yeah. I made three pitches of Kool-Aid. What's going on? So that's why I was <laughs> in the store. I said, let me pick up the Kool-Aid. Oh, my gosh. And I seen the price. I lost this my mind. the blackest shit in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like I said, picnics, <laughs> block parties. <laughs> Receptions, you got the Kool Aid, we good. Kool Aid, you got the great kind. That is, that is true. That is, that, that is that uh, on a niggerish scale. That's, <laughs> that's way towards the, that, that needle is pointing all the way to the right. Eva, that's Eva's two thumbs up there. Man. <laughs> Definitely with the Kool Aid, with the lemon in it. Nah, I can't. You, you can put some ginger ale in it. You know, you, you tighten it up. You spice it up. You spice it up. Spice it up. I'm telling you. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I haven't. I haven't had Kool Aid. Listen, Not if I make it, I guarantee if I make it for your guys. Now I'm good. No, y'all be we're like, damn. We're good. I understand. I got my coke, I got my sprite, I can, you know, I can yeah. I, I got a couple of dollars can... now. I got a couple yeah. of dollars. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I legitimately cannot tell you. And it's not I'm a, you know, idea. I mean, 
and I, I told you before, I, I buy like the little, like the the little, the yeah, the little infusion little packets for water bottles. For, bottles. Probably, yeah, yeah, and I have that like an iced tea or something like that, and I'll just you know put you know got a bottle of water, and I'll flavor the water. But I mean, like you know, and I suppose it get, get, technically it's, it's Kool Aid, but like to actually get a picture. And a cup of sugar, stir it up. and a pack, <laughs> and then stir it around, and make sure all that stuff is blended right. up in there together. <laughs> then my you know, granddaughter and Listen, squeeze a couple I, of drops of lemon in there, but you can't drop the lemon in it because you know it'll go bad on it. So yeah. you gotta squeeze it in. Right, there. squeeze it right. The pulp floating around. I get it. I get all that. Yeah. I mean, I, think, I, used to, I mean, when I was in college, I mean, you know, there was a girl. You know, she was like, a, she was like a Kool Aid mixologist. I remember one time she had like. <laughs> She said, you got to get the hot water so that the, the sugar melts. I'm like, for real? <laughs> Big giant spoon, you know. She's like, look, you know, she was like, look at that. I'm like, wow. Like, like she was like, like, like she was cooking meth. You know, the Kool-Aid spoon, you know, with the, the, yeah. the, with the fat guy. I got one of those with the Kool-Aid, oh, man. man. You ever put yeah. pineapple juice in it, too, to spice it up? Yes, I did. Pineapple yeah. juice, yeah. That pineapple juice, ginger ale, and the lemon. I, I can't five cents. It's just you know, not we should all just send him a couple of bucks, you know, to, to cover yeah. that nut he's got going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to talk to I'll bring, I'll bring you some packs. I'll find Listen, you some. Yeah. I need to talk to the man who's making the Kool Aid. Why? Why has it become so expensive in this day and time? Man. Now, I, when I, you I, in, I, when you in Brooklyn, I, do you go over to the bodega to get some uh, to get a pack or two? Or you? No, good? no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. You I'm can good. hold it only when I'm home. Only when I'm home. But listen, like when I was in, like when I was in college and when I was in in high school, I used to get like the like the, the one with the sugar already in it. Yeah, you know, you get your little scoop and you could you know fill your little giant you know I'm college cups or whatever. But I mean, but I, I mean, like I literally, I mean, you talking? Well, well, cuz I advise you to make years? the store, make the trip to the corner store, get your great Kool Aid. I, I know you got sugar in the house. Get a lemon and have a flashback. Bad. You know, we're gonna wake up tomorrow and give me a drive-by shoot on a picture of Kool-Aid, and we're gonna know exactly <laughs> who did it. The Kool-Aid man breaking some. Exactly who did it? It's like, I'm at, I'm at sit there and roll his tape and act like I don't know who that is. I'm like, I don't know who that is. I have no idea who that person is. Oh, All right, listen, uh, Kool-Aid, if you're listening, my cousin. Uh, oh yeah, still uses your product, um, and you know we don't we're not offended. I will drink the Kool Aid if you sponsor us. If you're listening, Kool Aid, I will uh, definitely, you know. I ain't drinking. That's you. Yeah, no, we'll drink. I'll drink it. You gonna drink it, Derek? Believe me. Flashback. If they Remember, Uncle Amos we used to make it. We'll be yeah, sitting here with big glasses in front of us. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Amos used to make it on Friday. With mm-hmm. uh, they used to have fish and stuff. He made a long this time ago. Keith. Big. I mean, I big, back big there, jug man. of Kool Aid. I'm not and being tricked there, man. And like, like you said, the girl was. He was something like a mixed object because he had that thing down to a T. And you drink it, you'd be like, damn, this is so good. And you can't just play no other cup. choices. I got choices now. <laughs> <laughs> when you ain't got choices, of course it's the best thing no, they made. The best choices, thing. man. Shit. You just drink. Listen, I made three pitchers of Kool-Aid in what two hours, and they drank it all. So you had six quarts of Kool-Aid that went in two hours. That's it. Yeah. And we had soda and juice. They didn't drink. They want the Kool-Aid. They want to like DP said, he has choices. Like Eddie Murphy said today, if you start with somebody throw you a cracker, you'll be like, that's, <laughs> that's the best amazing. cracker in the world. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> so you give me a choice, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. I, as I said, Kool Aid, if you're listening, uh, you know, you want to sponsor the show, we'll all be drinking Kool Aid. But if you don't want to sponsor the show, only one of us will be drinking <laughs> Just one. Just one of us. Oh, um, Speaking of Kool Aid and 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 and, and uh, I don't know how I even make this transition. Uh, Wendy Williams. Yeah, I don't know. There's a documentary about Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is right now dealing with uh, alcohol, according to her son, alcohol-induced dementia. Uh, she has uh, aphasia, which means she she's having a hard time. Uh, with words, same thing as uh, as Bruce Willis is dealing with. Um, oh yeah, and so right. she really, uh, the Queen of Talk Radio is 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 gone, and I, I bring it up, you know, because I've worked in her industry and and in radio. Wendy Williams is 
Hall of Fame worthy. She's she's a giant. There's no Charlemagne without Wendy Williams. Oh yes, right. Uh, she she right. she put him on, right. and and she certainly parlayed her 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 afternoon drive show into uh, daytime talk TV, mm-hmm. and you know she got all the guests and she got all the tea, and she was she was she was an old school gossip columnist she's first hip-hop gossip columnist that's that's really what she did i mean like you know if you look like at cindy adams in new york new york papers or whatever oh wow cindy adams or, all these there. other people uh, and walter went to way back in the 40s she was that she was a uh 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 the premier gossip columnist. she had all 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 the news she had all all all, all the tea on everybody and whether you like her or not whether you think she was great or not great uh i will say as a broadcaster, she was brilliant. She was truly brilliant. I mean, you don't have to love what she did, but she was a brilliant broadcaster. And uh, it's kind of uh, sad when 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 someone's major skill is taken away from them for whatever reason. Apparently, uh, alcohol consumption. I mean, I always felt the same way when uh, Ali developed Parkinson's yeah. and he was no longer yeah, uh, the verbal mind. king that he used to be. I mean, you know, listening to him talk was 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 almost as exciting as watching him fight. And I just think it's kind of tragic. And uh, so we want to shout. How, how old is um, Wendy Williams? She's uh, probably uh, in her 50s, 60s in that ballpark. She's probably, you know, she's our age, I'm guessing. Uh, Wendy Williams is... she's pretty young. 59. 59? Yeah, she's not even 60 yet. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, this 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 whole thing is 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 wow. tragic to say the least. It really is. I mean, you know, uh, when you see her, it is hard to watch. It is hard to process. Um, like I said, I'm not going to get into the, the the personal of her life. Uh, you know, that's 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 not that's not for us to say. But I'm just saying right now, it is uh, tragic because she was certainly. A legendary New York City voice. Uh, yeah, you know. Get well, get well soon, Wendy. You know, uh, I just want to say two things about her that you know always sticks in my mind. Um, one is you know when she goes, "How you doing?" You know, I always <laughs> love her when she do that. And then second, because you know I'm always defending folks here. There's a time when R. Kelly, she's on R. Kelly's ass because y'all know how wendy gets and then the chocolate factory drops wendy went on the air and said damn you are kelly for making so much good music man when she <laughs> stopped after that chocolate factory she gave him a nice little break until you know years later of course he comes back but she was like damn you man because i mean it was a hit after hit after hit and like most folks they kind of pushed to the backside, to the back burner, all that nonsense he was doing out there with those kids because of that album, because she was one of the main ones, like a pit bull on him. And then the chocolate fat, she just like, damn you for making so much good music and left him alone. But I hope you get well soon, Wendy. I don't wish bad on anybody in spite of, you know, the way, you know, your, you know, the way you went after people It's business. It wasn't personal, but you know, I just hope you get well. Cause I don't want to see her like that neither. You know, I, I used yeah. to like when she does a little skip on the, uh, you know, when she, I don't know why she would skip when she had like, ooh, like she, when the show start, and you don't she see shows. Strong legs, ass, she has strong legs, She has And then she would talk about people like she was fine. I'm like, yo, Maya, you know, I wasn't supposed to do this today. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't want you to break up, man. Because, <laughs> you know, she was always on somebody's ass. I'm like, have you looked in the mirror? You ain't no dime piece, man. Shoot, man. But I hope you get well soon, Wendy. That's all. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna stop. No, the they worst go, thing I think about all, <laughs> the worst thing about these diseases, like my brother said about Ali or uh, Bruce Willis or any. I don't want any of these any disease, quite frankly. But I think probably the worst thing or my biggest fear is is to be able to or not be able to communicate, to lose my mental acuity, my verbal skills. That would drive me crazy to be kind of because st- you would watch Ali and they would say, I think, uh, especially early on, he could process information, you just couldn't spit it out, and that right, would just right. probably be maddening to me. It's almost like 
It's like in in the Matrix, the first Matrix when he they, when he kind of so when he sews his mouth shut, so he can yeah he gets he can try to say the words, but it can't come out. That would just be maddening. I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of things you know, whether you're quadriplegic or you know all those things, physical tools. But to have your mind shut down on you would just be it would just be maddening, insane. It's a cruel way to go for somebody who's made their living, Especially made their, that, made their yeah. money that way with their with their mouth with you know with, with, who, who parlayed her yeah. her ability to talk and 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 you know into uh you know millions i mean that's 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 a hard way to go it's yeah. really really difficult way to but go. i always thought dementia hits you in your late 70s you know 80s you know in that time frame but saying that she's 59 and she has this that's that's she really something well, yeah. it's not yet because there's the, the son is saying that it's alcohol induced. Now, this is a new term for me. I've never heard of alcohol induced dementia, which just suggests that uh, she was drinking at a level um, that I guess probably poisoned her brain or, 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 you know, caused whatever neurological damage that it caused. But, uh, you know, it, it, it does sound. Uh, like she was certainly on, 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 I, I don't know. I, again, I don't know enough about it. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll Google it at some point, but that's what the uh, son is saying. Her son is saying that that was her issues that she had uh, an air in quotes, alcohol induced dementia. And, and so, yeah, it's not what we know. It's not what we, we, we commonly think of dementia where, you know, people start yeah. slipping and all of a sudden they start, you know, they, they, or Alzheimer's where, you know, where, where mm-hmm. plaques in your brain start to, to, to diminish your, your memories and your ability to function and eventually, you know, uh, leads to your death. Um, it, it's, it's, it's something I never heard of again. Yeah. I mean, there must I, be a lot again. of alcohol if it's. Alcohol. That's that's my that's my that's 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 where my brain is taking me. Is saying, well, shoot, how much how much were you drinking? Right. Um, were well, you maybe. drinking to to black out every day? Uh, were you you know? I mean, there's so many things that you know. First of all, a drink is supposed to be good for you every one uh, one a day or so, you know. But um, obviously, alcohol is something that that can and has has often been abused. And I just this is a brand new one on me. Because, uh, again, uh, until today, I had never even heard that term. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't until, know. Until I don't Bruce Willis never heard that thing either. A, well, aphasia is something that, that's something yeah. different. But this, this she's, she's dealing with both. She's dealing with both the aphasia and, and alcohol-induced dementia. So so she is truly struggling. I, I, I was saying, I think with people like that, sort of the same long line, along the same lines as Richard Pryor, I think when you – because I always believe, or I still believe, <clears throat> the best machine ever created is the human body. The abilities that it can do with mental acuity and physical strength and, and, and agility is amazing. But because it's a machine, you got to kind of take care of it. And if you constantly spend your life abusing those machines or those parts, eventually things break down. Yeah. You think about you know, you know, all the drugs and the hard life that Richard Pryor led. Well, right. there's no way in the world he's going to get to 90 years old living that life. You just keep breaking down those building blocks of your machine, the blows and the shots that of, of an Ali. So if she's living a hard life, she, she's talked about some of it with the, yeah. I think the cocaine and, and just being Wendy Williams, trying to up live up to that persona. At some point, things break down, especially things break down. If you think, oh, okay, my, it's, it's the thing like uh, when I hurt my knee. Well, I hurt my knee, and then by the time I recovered, then I pulled the hamstring, then I pulled the calf, because all these other things are just breaking down as I'm compensating for my knee. Well, she's probably one of those people that kind of going through life where this feels a little odd, this feels a little odd, and eventually the house of cards just can't handle, your body can't keep filling in all the gaps of the things you're ignoring, and things just probably break down. So yeah, she probably would have been at 59 susceptible to this alcohol-induced uh, dementia versus somebody who, if she lived a "quote unquote" normal life or more safe life. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder. You know, and again, this, this, this. You know, obviously, we we 
we know family uh, members who have, who have, you know, been out there, so to speak. And it's it's very difficult to to rein people back in before they're ready to be reined back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I'm just curious as to when, why, and how she wasn't you know tossed into rehab, or whether the machine was so big and and and, and you know because again remember uh, we're not talking about 12 years ago. We're talking about three four years ago. Yeah. She was on the afternoon TV. Uh, yeah. TV with one of the highest rated shows, you know, in syndication, mind you. Mm-hmm. Syndication is where you yeah, make all your money. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. printing money out. So she was printing money, and I'm not so sure that she might not have been going through it then, uh, but, you know, the people around us like, yo, you know what, just uh, no Jim Brown's shake it around off, her. get on out there. You know, do what you got to do, take a shot. If you need a shot, get on out there. Um, I don't know if I should do this. Uh, there was a celebrity, uh, very famous celebrity, uh, back in the day, and uh, this person had a substance abuse problem, singer. And I didn't know how bad it was. I'm just a kid, but I'm standing on on the side of the stage, uh, you know, watching the show. And uh, this person gets a goblet. This this big. I know who that. You know, I know this person. Henry is. the Eighth goblet. I know who too. <laughs> this Henry the Eighth goblet, and I'm thinking it's water, but it's like vodka. Woo! This child <laughs> threw that big goblet back and went out there and sang her stuff. Um, you know. Oh, I'm so, wrong. Uh, no, who do you think it was? I thought you were talking about Rick James. Oh yeah, no, I, that's not him. No, Rick. No, no Rick James. I, is a whole I know you're talking animal. about. I know you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, she, she, this will be. A I just, story. I just want to let you know, her father was a great singer. Oh, was an okay. Amazing singer. Cole. Cole. Oh yeah, man, yeah, I didn't say the name. Yeah, she's talking about it. Damn. Yeah, no, I mean, I saw it. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, and again, I didn't know, I didn't know any, any of this. Uh, you know, yeah, I, in fact, she, do, she talks about maybe just you know, sitting her voice with that. That's all. You know, getting it all is the hard to slam a shot stuff out. of vodka, let alone a goblet of vodka. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was, and apparently she she had engaged in prostitution for a while because she she yeah, got strung yeah, out. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh wow. Which is you know just to me just, that I, movie come out. Yeah, it's horrible. It's a horrible thought. I mean, you know, standing there, and you know, you know, some of the Johns were like, "Yo, while you're down there, can you hum a few bars?" Of- <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's awful. Uh, I don't mean oh, to make yeah. light, but yeah, God, it's, I think it's unforgettable. It's, yeah, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I think so. I would have had a singer just not sing your daddy song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of nuts were going on. Open <laughs> <laughs> what a scarf around your neck. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, it's it's uh, you know again once once you when you find yourself in that 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 spiral and there's nobody to give you a parachute out or help you get out or 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 just you know Especially lock you in a room and, and rehab you and mm-hmm. do what they got to do to get you right, you know. I, I, I'm not sure if this is a cautionary tale or just just fluke. I don't know, uh, but I, it, it, it it is tragic. It's sad. I'll tell you what else is kind of sad. Uh, did you guys see Cam Newton? Yeah, uh, I saw the video last weekend. Yeah, seven on seven. Uh, he's I guess he, I'm not sure if he's running some sort of seven yeah, on seven camp, tournament somewhere. Running camp, a camp. 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 Over. And and uh, it's a horrible video of Cam Newton. In a straight up brawl with a whole bunch of other people. I mean, if you haven't seen the video, it's out there. Cam okay. Newton, former NFL quarterback, former NFL MVP, is is brawling with a bunch of young dudes uh, at some camp that he was running a seven on seven football camp. And I say it to say this because he's not the only one I'm going to bring up. Uh, you 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 juxtapose that. With Matt Barnes, and I'm a big fan of Matt Barnes and and, and uh, uh, Stacks, uh, 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 Stephen Jackson's uh, podcast. I love these guys. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're amazing. Uh, and I'm a big fan of Matt Barnes ever since he beat, beat uh, Derek Fisher's ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like him as a ball player, but when he beat yeah. Derek Fisher's ass over that bullshit, I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm a big fan. Now. I'm, I'm all on board. He got in trouble. Um, at his son's games. Now his son's his son's his two sons, twin boys. These guys can ball. They can yeah. they can flat out play. You know who the coach is, right? 
Uh, Who's the Derek coach? Fisher. No. Fisher. Fisher's the coach. Fisher's yeah. the coach. Fisher's <laughs> <laughs> right, well, you know, the coach. You can't you make can, this up. You can't go to the see Matt. You can't. You go can't to those make games. this up. You cannot go to those games because you know you're watching the game. Anything go wrong? You know it's it's you're only like a heartbeat away from 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 losing it. There you go. So he went down, I guess, to the uh, there was some some something bad call or something something happened, and he went down to the scorer's table and he put his hands on the young scorer, and apparently, according to him, the scorer told him to go back, you know, you know, go to his sit your ass down or some nonsense, at which point, you know, he, he reminded him of I'm that boys, bitch. <laughs> of his credentials, you know. Exactly. You, know, you need to go talk to the coach over there. Exactly. <laughs> ask, ask him what happened. You know, so, uh, you know, that led to, like, you know, like a whole bunch of tension. And it cost him his job. cost him his, I guess he has mm-hmm. a broadcasting job for uh, Golden State. Um, oh, I about that, man, yeah. Lost his job there. I think he yeah. lost his job. I think at ESPN too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what the Golden State. Uh, I heard so, the ESPN one. I didn't know the Golden State too. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was he was the announcer, and they 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 let him go. I think almost immediately. You so have a choice. Um. Yeah, I, 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 Anthony. This is a question. How you how you do you not know the movements or the actions you're going to take could affect your lifestyle, your you know your jaw. At that moment, at a at a at a basketball game for your son, what's that serious? No, that's what I'm saying. You sitting, you you're a spectator, right? Why are you coming down there if the coach ain't saying nothing? Why are you worrying about it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's funny. I you know, I've never been at that level of celebrity, but the levels I've been at, I'm always mindful of. You know, the cameras. Everybody, everybody that you know is a reporter because everybody's got a got phone a and a camera in their pocket. So if you get out of pocket somewhere over anything, you know, I'm always like thinking, oh, okay, this is going. You know, this could be not for me, but it might be newsworthy to somebody else. Right. Why mm-hmm. put yourself in that position? Why why put yourself in that position? And 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 again with Matt Barnes. Just, just as Derek described. Now, I wasn't even aware that Derek Fisher was the coach of the team, yes. but right yeah. there, there are people sitting in that 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 gymnasium and making all kinds of connections. They're looking at Derek Fisher. They're looking at the two Matt Barnes sons. Mm-hmm. And they look around and say, "Oh snap, Matt Barnes is here." Mm-hmm. You know, that right there is is a recipe for somebody to get some footage on you if you act up, and if mm-hmm. you act up. You are going to be filmed. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be uh, in the news. So, so to answer your your question, Keith, I don't know uh, whether guys make that leap or make that thought because there's certain guys who who are certainly aware of the cameras all the time. You never see Michael Jordan getting caught out of pocket in public. Very mindful of their public image. Guys who are, who, are, who guard their public image. LeBron James. You never hear about LeBron no, James. Nothing getting in trouble, getting, you know, being caught out of pocket outside because he's been in the, you know, in the news since he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So certain guys become very familiar with, are very aware of of, of how they're going to be perceived outside. And other guys uh, have zero fucks to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's now, one of those. Now, I drove a bus and there's certain things, you know, because I know people had cameras I couldn't do. But right. always in my mind, I would say, I hope you're going to the last stop after everybody get off. <laughs> then we can handle this. But I'm not going to get up and jump on somebody when everybody had, right? You know, please go to the last stop. And yeah. I won't open the back door. I'll make sure everybody come through the front. But I'm standing there by the door, and then we're going to handle our business. Matt Barnes yeah, is I mean, the clear definition of when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> He's the definition. He, 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 you drive and you speed in to kick Derek Fisher's ass. Now, think of a scorer, because I, I think his kids are in high school or maybe junior high. It's a kid, a student. Why, as an adult, would you want to approach him? Because maybe they didn't put a point on. You want to see how many facts. The only reason you're going to see a scorer. It's for fouls and points. 
There is no reason you how many fires the sun got. That's only if you're the coach. If you're the coach, you need to know coach. that. I know that. If you that's that. Well, maybe he had a conversation we don't know about with D. Fisher. And he <laughs> is the coach. We don't know. You know, D. Fisher can't tell him no. He might have came in like, yo, man, I'm coaching today. I'm just going to be up here. You're just a figure space. <laughs> that's all it is. Because D. Fisher shook. He can't call the right plays because you look at, is he going to flip today? And I don't know if you noticed, last week, Matt Bournes is in, in the paper, in the news again, because of child support with the ex-wife, where the ex-wife wants to bring him back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I already paid that. I got proof you've been using my credit cards and all this other stuff. So I guess all that, him seeing D. Fisher, he's seen the kids, and the kids said it's a one-in-one, and it probably wasn't a one-in-one, and he just lost it. I'm telling you, it's something other than just a scorer. If you get a chance uh, from our crack research department and you put up Matt Bards and child support from last week, it's going to pop right up. Because Lisa, you know, Corvon, she just moving on with her life. She's sashaying through and all that. Matt is losing it, man. And he has remarried. It's crazy. Can't let go. I think it's more the D. Fisher deal. I think it was anybody other than D. Fisher he could let go. But, yo, this guy was my dude. That's what he said. This is my dude, man. He's in my house with his family and my family. And then you get a call. Daddy, that man over here. (laughs) 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 That cat literally lost his mind. What? That man, because he was looking at his son's face on the face. What's wrong with you? Because the mama telling him, don't tell your daddy. But your daddy telling you, your money, I'm your, I'm your daddy. You got to let me know. He's like, he says, he don't, he's torn. Daddy, that man over here, kid. See, the problem with Derek Fisher is he thought he was going to pull a Melvin, but he ain't He ain't like Melvin. He ain't no. had it like that. Nah. nah. You know, uh-uh. So, uh, uh-uh. yeah, Matt, I, Matt is about that work. Like I said, both he yeah. and, and Steven Jackson both about that work. And like I said, I love I love their podcast. I think they, I think it is one of the best podcasts out there. It's not from this one, but it's one of the best podcasts <laughs> out there. Yeah, um, and, uh, you know, like I said, it's unfortunate, man. Like I said, you know, the, the two black men, high profile, find themselves in really, really embarrassing circumstances for for no reason. You just got to be mindful of people who are going to be out there doing their thing. And that's uh, the word you use, Anthony, out. is mindful. Got to be. Yeah, uh, it, that, that's it. You just have to be mindful. You just have to know you know, that, that the cameras are everywhere. Everybody is a reporter. You can't do anything. You can't yell at somebody in the street. Uh, you can't get too loud. I mean, sometimes those cameras save you. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Crack, uh, crack research department says, according to documents obtained by radar online, the former couple who divorced in 2015 initially agreed on a child support amount of $20,000 per month, but knocked it down to $9,000 per month after the former NBA star left the league. However, Barnes allegedly hasn't held up his side of the deal. So, Govine claims he owes her $267,000 and is also demanding he cover her legal fee. <laughs> well, you want to know why he jumped on the scorer? <laughs> <laughs> so he lost his job on purpose. They work it. They 14 years old. $9,000. What the hell they need? What they eating? But remember, it was twenty k before twenty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Get a job, nigga. Y'all, it's two hundred thousand dollars a year. Two hundred forty thousand dollars a year. Thank you. But two more, one hundred twenty k a piece. Mm-hmm. What y'all doing with the money? Talk to the mama. Talk to the mama. Huh, hey, Derek Fisher should have come up with that money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, Derek said I took an aspirin before this money. You exactly. get paid. <laughs> oh, hey. Basketball wise, man, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta mm. know, fellas. Pay attention. Get that mm. prenup. Mm-hmm. You know, Kanye song. We want prenup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> These gold diggers, man. It's awful, man. Uh, before we cut out, um, have y'all heard Beyonce's country song? I like it. I like. I it. haven't heard it in this entirety, but the, the little snippets I heard, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Nice. It's, it's really nice. Texas Hold'em. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not a country singer, you know, I ain't the country, but it's a nice song. I really like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, uh, listen, uh, I had a job where I listened to a lot of country music. Mm-hmm. Wasn't thrilled <laughs> about it, but I had to because, you know, uh, Cowboy wanted to play country music. That's what we play. <laughs> and I, I, I listen to a lot of country songs. And, you know, I, I got to say, some country songs are, it, it's white people's rap. It's poor white people's rap. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what yeah, country, yeah, yeah. country Western music is. I actually um, said that perfectly, but, yep. Yeah, but this is uh uh this song is 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 pretty spectacular. Real, I mean, like I said, I'm not buying any country albums, but I like her song. And 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 uh keep us saying off the air that they they have you know they don't want to play her music. They they trying to boycott and ban her from getting put on on the charts and everything else. You know, um I, I don't get it. I mean, country's country. Let it, if that's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. Well, they they don't look at Beyonce as a country singer. They look at her pop singer R and B. She's she just put a country song out, and that's it. But she's not country to them as most country singers are. That's what they just sing. But you should be entitled to sing what you want to sing if you're an artist. That just helps your um, what's the word I can use? Uh, Put you out there more. Sure. Because it shows I can sing R and B, I can sing country, I can sing jazz. She's well-rounded, right? Mm -hmm. And, and that's it. But to not play her music because you feel as a, um, what they call the people that do the programmer, that that's not country because she's Beyonce. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she's, you know, she's Beyonce. No, that's not true. If you can sing it, they should play it. Any, pro, any radio program director that is not playing that song on some old bullshit needs to be fired from their job because the bottom line is, is that as a program director, your job is to make sure that your 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 rotation is great and tight, and that you got ears listening to your station. That's the only that's the only job of the pro- program director is to make sure that ears are listening, that people are tuned in to you constantly, so that when they they do the Arbitron ratings, you know your station is popping up and moving up the charts. That's a song that's going to get people who wouldn't ordinarily listen to country music right. listening listening in. Um, is 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 criminal. Um, and and so what? She's not country. Ray Charles released a country western album. He said he grew up listening to that. He wanted to release a country western album. Yeah, mine. It That's was my favorite album. music, mm-hmm. right? You know. Um, so and for a lot of Southerners, Southern blacks who grew up at a certain time, that's all they could hear anyway. Right. That's all they could listen. I mean, back in the day, in the in the forties, fifties. If you grew up in the South, that's what you was listening yeah, to. There was no R and B stations. You listen to country western, so mm-hmm. so you develop an affinity for it. Yeah. So Jay Z will take care of it. Don't worry about it. He already talked to them about their metrics before. <laughs> this is going. I can hear him now. You see, I told y'all 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 discriminate against my wife, and, and his daughter going to be like. Daddy, really? She gonna be disappointed. I told y'all I was gonna talk about it. <laughs> you know who I am. Shoot, that's your mama. You know, you don't be in the room when she in my ear. Rah, rah, rah. You let these people do this like this, but you said you for Marcy. Yeah, I, you was a Marcy with the people. <laughs> yeah, so he's he. I feel bad for her, but that's just the way the world works, man. But I, I'm pretty sure Jay's gonna have. He's he's a billionaire. He's gonna have a conversation with somebody that's going to get into the country western rotation. That's what well, What what about Lil Nas X? That's that's how he broke out. Was a country western song, you know, old time, right. you know, old time road. Yeah. They came out that they didn't want to play, but also, also another little side note, the days of what we knew as program directors where, you know, the program director at at your local station, he was just programming that one station. Now, like a lot of things, it's all corporate. So you have a program director and New York programming, say the whole East Coast. He may have like instead of just doing one station, he's doing fifteen stations. Wow, and uh-huh. he's not, radio is yeah, yeah. conglomerate and cumulus is yeah. a conglomerate. And so he's not like big, taking a pulse of Station X. He just, you know, that's why you can oh you can hear the same song because uh, played at almost the same time. Because like what what the hell's going on? It's everything's right. becomes it's so less personal than it used to be because everything's so corporate. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's what happened. Like a lot, of, a lot of these people, a lot of these, these like like Cumulus Media, who I used to work for. Yeah, 
they own like, you know, 200 some odd stations. iHeartMedia owns yeah. like 200 some odd radio stations. And I think there's another couple of, uh, of that that own these, these, you know, they own the, the, the lion's shares of stations. It's no yeah. longer like independent owners. I know a couple of people that own like some independent stations, but for the most part, it's these, these giant uh, corporations, even yeah. like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, you listen to New York WBLS, if you go to 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 Detroit and you listen to the affiliate, the the programming, the music is almost same, exactly the same. same. You wouldn't yeah. even know you left New York. Even even the, like you know, the uh, the uh, breaks in between, you know, mm. the, the the radio sounds exactly the same. The flavor of the shows are exactly the same. So yeah, I mean, but uh, you know, we'll see. Like I said, uh, you know, we we covered a lot uh, uh, this week, and so again. Uh, if you're a country western fan, give uh, Beyonce her flowers. Uh, if you're a Kool Aid fan, um, know that it's going up to fifty cents a pack. Now. <laughs> um, if you are an ex professional athlete and you're going to your kids' games or you're going and you're sponsoring a kids' game, uh, be mindful that there are cameras every damn where with, before you make your next move. Listen, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure you do. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Power to the People on Facebook. You can find us on X at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S. You can find us all on Instagram, and you'll find us back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. See you then. Peace. Peace. Peace.